I dare you to disappear for a year. No posting, no boasting, just focusing on you, working on you, improving you, creating the best version of yourself. I dare you. I don't want to be here the same time next year. So I'm going to disappear. Focus on me. Work on me. Improve me. Create the best version of me. I'm going to let go of everything that is negative in my life and work and work and work until my life is a representation of who I want to be, someone I am proud to be. Sacrifice behind closed doors so more doors will open for you in the future. Work like crazy in silence and let success be your noise. I'm going to be quiet, put my hand down and work until my results can speak for me in every area of my life. If you are not where you want to be in life, maybe it is about time you started talking less and working more. Lock the world out for a week, a month, a year, however long it takes. Shut out everything, all distractions, all drama, all negativity, and focus on you. Do the work you need to do on you, so in the future, you will be where you need to be. Do the work you do not want to do now, so you will be where you want to be in the future. You have to learn how to say no. You have to learn how to say no to everything that is taking you further away from the life you want. The parties, the drinking, the bad influences, social media, whatever it is for you. If you are not where you want to be, don't complain about it. You can do something about it. It's all on you. You decide how you spend your time every day. And how you spend that time is what determines the quality of your future. You have the power to create your future because you decide how you spend every minute of every day of your life. Will you spend it on social media or in self-development? Will you spend it complaining or improving yourself? Will you spend your time talking about what you're going to do or actually doing it? Will you spend your time like most people do, wasting it away, getting through the day, waiting for the weekend, or will you make sacrifices now for a better tomorrow? There's a quote I heard recently that sums it up for me. People want your spots until they realize what it takes to play your position. People think I'm lucky. They think I live a blessed life, but they got no idea how hard I work every day to be here. I work my ass off to be here. I work my ass off every day to be here. I put in the work every single day to be where I am and to get to where I want to go. And the truth is, most people aren't willing to put in that amount of work. I dare you to disappear for a year. No posting. No boasting, just focusing on you, working on you, improving you, creating the best version of yourself. I don't need attention. I need to improve me. And that's what I'm going to do. If you don't see me for a while, just know I am good. I'm better than good. I am working. I am improving. I'm becoming someone I am proud of. Success is not given, it is earned. It doesn't come cheap. 
You have to pay the price if you want a great life. The sacrifice, the hard work, the dedication, the discipline. You have to miss out on a lot. But because of that, you will gain more. The thing is, most people aren't willing to sacrifice their comfort now for that pride later. Most people choose the easy road now, and then they get mad because that road took them to a harder life later. You gotta take the hard road now if you want the easier life later. If you are seeking attention, you're not paying attention to the right things. Become a ghost. Don't talk about what you're up to. Shock the world with your improvements over time. Remain humble and dedicated to your ultimate vision. Sacrifice behind closed doors so more doors can be opened in your future. Your life in 10 years, your improvements in one year, they are the result of the sacrifices you make. The work you put in today, put in that work. The rewards in your life come from the work you put in behind closed doors. Put in that work, change your life. Red Pill Show. Welcome to a brand new episode. Uh, are we gonna score, Beavis? Yeah, about it. Right after we listen to the Red Pill Show. Hey, hey, Fred, we're listening to the Red Pill Show. Hmm, much fear I sense in you. Shove my penis in your butthole. I will. I just want to tell you that, uh, yeah, listening to the original Red Pill Show. Yeah, this is Arnold, and we all need to get to the chopper while we listen to the original Red Pill show.
kids welcome to another exciting episode of the original red pill show today is sunday september 11th 2022 this show is for entertainment educational purposes only please use at your own risk show is copyrighted by me at this time, no part of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form without my written consent. Or you can just ask. I would prefer that you do share it. Finally, this show is opinionated. Man, it's been so long since I've done this. I'm like, well, but here we go. This show is opinionated. Uh, the hosts, especially callers, people that participate through the chat room guests are and always will be opinionated that's why we do this under no circumstances whatsoever should opinions be taken as advice if you're seeking professional advice we strongly encourage you to hire a license if required person in his or her field their little 
Tommy Heyman. No. That's name broadcasting live from the wonderful state of Colorado, where four days ago it was 100 degrees. And then three days later, it's 55. Then the next day, it's 47. I don't know what it, it's 48 right now. I was going to say, I don't know what it is right now. It's 48. Crazy, crazy. Which is a perfect segue for this episode. Actually, the string thereof from this point forward can even be more perceived as quite possibly insanity. <laughs> but I came on here to share. Now, first of all, it's September 11th, so I'm going to have a quiet time for the people that lost their lives in September 11th, 2001, out of respect. Okay, so I don't, I don't know where to start other than September 11th. That's interesting. That's interesting. I have to share some things that I've been experiencing lately as of yesterday. And I'm, o I'm only going to share this because I, I find it extremely hard to believe that I'm the only person on the planet because that would be a victimization perspective. Not that I'm a victim, but that's what it would be perceived in that. And that's what I'm getting sick of. I'm getting sick of false perceptions. You mean to tell me that people have their lives figured out and everybody's happier and shit and everything is just wonderful, right? Because if that's true, I want you to call in and take over the show and tell me and us how you're doing it. Ever since I was a little kid, here's a disclaimer. Oh, geez, this guy's a narcissist. He's just talking about himself. I can only talk about myself. And I'm getting sick and tired. I closed all my social media yesterday. Done. I'm done. I'm done. And when I put that up there yesterday to give people a fair warning, there was a post that said blah, 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 blah. And it said, it seems that you have an agenda. And I'm like, whoa, an agenda. Should we look up that definition? Because I this was just last night right before I went to bed. I mean, it's like, hmm, agenda. Let's look. I'm pretty sure I know what that means. I mean... Like I have an intent or a means to an end uh, to influence or persuade people to do what I want them to do. 
<laughs> that is the farthest from the truth. But I told people, no longer will you know what I'm doing, what's going on, or anything else. And if you do want to, no, call me, text me, or listen to this show, which I'm still up in arms about because I was sitting having my coffee and this disappeared for a year. Now, I don't know what this is about. I swear to you, I don't. But I kept getting, uh, I closed my Instagram account, but I kept getting advertisements for something very similar to this or even possibly this. This might even lead you to that. And you can just tell me to piss off. It's like, Tim, you know, that's great. Uh, but, you know, you, you, you motivated me to work on myself, be a better human. That would, that's the program I was working on and creating, be a better human in all aspects. Uh, but I don't, I don't think agenda definition. I don't, I'm multitasking. Sorry. A list of items to be discussed at a formal meeting. <laughs> uh, no, I don't have a list. I don't have, uh, an outline. I don't have anything written down. I never do when I do this show or any shows for that matter. An appointment diary. Okay. So it's like task oriented checklists. If I'm, if I'm reading this and understanding this correctly, that's, that's the furthest from the truth. There's no, there's no agenda here. Uh, this show is called the original red pill show. And I guess I'm going to have to go back a little bit for people to understand. Cause either they're miscomprehending or I'm not being clear enough in what the intent of this show is in this show before it was passe or cool or whatever it is now to wake the fuck up. Sorry for the swearing. I will work on it. And then now you got the term woke and now you're going to get into politics and all this stuff and the geopolitical aspect and everything that's going on right now. And I don't want to do that, but this show make no mistake was inspired from 2008 that woke me up with the banking industry and the people that got bailed out. And I'm like, wait a minute. A lot of people were destroyed. I was damn near destroyed or that was the beginning of my destruction, at least financially. And I'm like, what's going on here? What, why, why are some immune to prosecution and they literally destroy the global economy and they get bailed out and nothing happened to them. That was the epiphany for me. Some before me have woke up way before that. Some still haven't woke up. And I don't, I don't know what it's going to take. I really, I really don't. If you're not paying attention to what's going on right now, 
in the transfer of wealth and power and mental warfare. This is what this is. This is mental warfare. You're being threatened, fear-enforced conditions. Do this or this will happen. It's a perfect example of this is social media, YouTube, Facebook, all of them. If you do not comply, you will be punished. Facebook jail, strikes on YouTube. I just had a friend share yesterday on Facebook, and this kind of pushed me to the edge here again with this horseshit social media that he had a show, has a show, and his monetization, and this is not the first time that my brothers and sisters doing podcasts and YouTube videos and everything else have been punished with monetization or their lack of because you are not conforming to their quote-unquote community standards, i.e. expressing your opinion, your First Amendment, grievances against your government. But for some reason, I guess there's a clause in the U.S. Constitution that says that I can't find that says, unless it's on social media. How convenient. It's coming to a head or a precipice that you talk about an agenda. Who who decides and makes the decisions on censorship and what should and should not be heard? And then all oh, fact checking. I posted something about ivermectin on Facebook or was it YouTube? I can't remember or both. I think it was Facebook. It's Facebook. And uh, it was stricken because, oh, well, fact check and this and that and all this other fucking horseshit. So I said, well, here, fact check this. And I put the Nuremberg code up. And it goes on and on and on with this battle with mental warfare with these people that have the power over you. And the scary part is we're compliant. The COVID-19 lockdowns prove that. Now it's going to be allegedly, according to Alex Jones and InfoWars, a uh, global climate emergency because you're running your air conditioning or heating your house or driving your car. It's getting to the point where if you have a fossil fuel vehicle, you're, you're a redheaded stepchild, no offense to them. You're an outcast. This slowly is turning into, in my opinion, the Hunger Games. Where you're going to have the elitists and, God forbid, a revolutionary war happen, civil war, and these assholes in these towers and retain this power and using mental warfare on you and me are going to win that war. And then for punishment, for even thinking about calling these people out 
And unfortunately, if it comes to that, and I'm not calling for this, I'm not inciting it. I'm not saying I'm comparing it to a movie. If this happens and they win, well, there's 12, how many districts are there? I don't fucking know. 12, there's 12 districts and blah, 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 or FEMA camp regions or whatever they are, they want to call them. And you're going to have to sacrifice one person in the Hunger Games for your disobedience. And then you're going to live in the country or your little district or whatever it's going to be. Does Is this crazy? Probably from this perspective. But not so much. I don't think if this trend or trajectory or once again, agenda from these people using mental warfare on you, I don't think it's that far fetched. There's a book called millennium or the millennium. I think it's out of print. Jay Dyer was reading it on Infowars, and this guy that wrote this book in 1981, I think. Somehow he had inside information with the elites and everything else and actually wrote in this book what's going to happen, and it's happening. I encourage you to, to watch it if you can handle it. I'm like, holy shit. And it doesn't end up well. So I'm not going to go on and on and on and on and on and starvation and this and that and everything else. I mean, it's pretty obvious where this is headed. And if you got, there's so much connected to this. And if, and if you want to stand up to these people toe to toe, I, I mean, this is a game of chess. They, they will put their pawns out there and everything else. And you'll capture their pawns, but they're setting you up for checkmate. They already know what you're going to do in the guise of acting like they don't know what they're doing. You are dealing with, in my opinion, and I am going to seriously, I was going to say severely, seriously with all intent to look deep inside myself and see if a, I am a narcissist B I may be a sociopath or so psychopath. There's an order here or here. Let's go narcissist, psychopath, sociopath. Because that's what we are dealing with, with people in power. And I would say the higher ups and the people that are pulling the strings. And this is what I think. I think those are the sociopaths. Then the minions are the sociopath. Uh, hang on a minute. The people, <laughs> too many terms. The people that are in power are the sociopaths. Underneath them, the puppets are the psychopaths. And then the minions or the pawns are the narcissists. You, you cannot graduate, I guess, uh, graduate from a narcissist to a psychopath or sociopath, uh, without becoming the latter. So you got to start with being an asshole and a non feeling, feeling 
non-emotional, I don't give a shit, fuck you, you're on your own, narcissist. Then you got to promote yourself to a psychopath. And then you get the grand title of them all, the sociopath. That's what I think. What you think is up to you. Again, I don't have an agenda. It's like, oh, hang on a minute. Let me check this off. I'm convincing that everybody that has power is a sociopath. Check. No. So going up against these people is futile. I have tried. I look at Alex Jones. They're destroying him. <laughs> I mean, am I saying do or don't do what he does? Not at all. Just saying, look, watch. Look at what some, I don't want to get into politics, some recent presidents, whether you like them or not, or what his agenda or intentions were which in my opinion were, were for the good and betterment of the country, but it was twisted and turned around and used against them. And look what he's gone through. So there's a, there's a pattern here that if you don't comply, you don't agree to the agenda, you will be dealt with. Another thing there's no script here. This all keeps rolling together. So if this makes any sense to you, great. If it don't, it's like, oh, fuck you, Tim. You're, you know, you've fucking gone off the deep end. Okay. I, I've just had an epiphany here past day or two, and, and I'm done trying to fight these people. I have been fighting these people since 2008. My costs in dealing with this battle, in part, has been the loss of my family, my business, friends, whatever that means, uh, and my character and reputation has been definitely diminished or quite possibly destroyed. I got nothing left. In the last time I moved here, I worked on myself. And I made some pretty good progress because I was a mess. I was just a fucking mess. I read all these books, went to church, worked out, did boxing, I, I, everything that I could to get to be a better human or disappear for a year. But I made the mistake of thinking that I am where I need to be. I am in a position to be a leader my entire life. Since I was a little kid, I've been made an example of, Oh, just look at Tim. Look what he's doing. When I was in grade school in sixth grade year before junior high, I got my work done so fast and so quickly that I turned it into the teacher and then I became the class clown. 
The principal of the school wanted to put me on Ritalin. My mother, God bless her, fought it, said, you're not putting my son on drugs. So my sixth grade teacher, here's a great teacher, Miss Krogh. Never forget her till the day I die. You know what she did? She said, Tim, here's some more work, extra credit. Sit down and do it. But she didn't, she didn't phrase it that way. It's like, here, Tim, here's some more work. Go sit down and do it. And I did. The problem with that was when you're setting ex an example by the powers that be that decide to and give you that title or position or quote unquote power, I should have been in an accelerated classes, but they held me back to be an example for the kids to do what I do. So when I went into seventh grade, my teachers threw me and said, recommended that I go to the accelerated classes. I wasn't in the accelerated classes in sixth grade. So the transition was a failure. I got into these classes and I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't know any of this stuff. So I went from being an example to a fucking dumbass. which put me in the average classes. And after that, I did fine because it was too much of a gap. I had no idea what they were talking about and how would I or could I. Fast forward to my career and this and that and everything else and always being told, oh, you can't do that, Tim. You can't do that. Or working for family and uh, being the um, one of the owner's sons, two owners of the company. Well, I can't treat you with any special treatment. <laughs> so, you know, we have to make an example of that. And here you go again. Another example, which I was passed over for pay positions and things of that nature. So this has been going going on as far back as I can remember with me. And I made a decision a long time ago, long time ago. Are you going to be a leader or a follower? And I decided that I'm going to be a leader. The problem is right now to be a leader, in my opinion, an observation is you have to be you have to have a high level of confidence. You have to have good body language, mental strength and tenacity and set an example. And then nowadays it's like, you can't even show an ounce or an inkling of emotion, which I don't agree with. And to be a leader and a strong leader, that's pretty much all it took, which is a lot. That's a lot. Very few people are true leaders. And you set by example. You just don't dictate and delegate. And while well, you do this, or you're fired. You know, oh, gee, thanks a lot. Getting in the motivational 
what motivates people. Who's responsible for motivation, the employee or the employer? I think it's both. But in any case, to be a leader in anything nowadays, the game and the rules have changed. To be a strong leader, and you can put the title of leader for you as father, husband, supervisor, widget maker, podcast host, president of a company, CFO, blah, 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 blah. Whatever your title is or your self-definition of being a leader, all those requirements that you need to be successful or make progress are not only still there, it's an addition to now. And in the addition to is mental warfare. Now this might not make any sense. I can give you some examples that go back to the beginning of time. If you're raising kids, especially in the teenager years, you're going to have a dose of mental warfare that you've never thought was possible. Oh, dad, can I, can I go out with my friends? Ah, uh, no, you, you know, you got to stay home because you know, whatever. So then they go ask mom, mom, can I go to the, out with my friends? Oh yeah, sure. Go ahead. Yeah, there you go. There's a little, little mental warfare for you. And then tell me that doesn't cause tension and division between you and your spouse. Well, I told him he couldn't. Well, I told him he could. I didn't know. How did you know? Blah, blah, blah. And, and then instead of a little fucker lying to you, I mean that sarcastically. I think of children and kids as little people. But anyway, they're learning. <laughs> I did it. I, you know. <laughs> and now you just uh, cause tension between <laughs> mom and dad. Excuse me. So fast forward, you think people with any type of mental maturity and physical maturity and intelligence, like, oh, well, you know, I probably shouldn't do that again. It shouldn't be dysfunctional, manipulative. I caused some problems with my parents and I was just a kid and I won't do that again. But no, uh, no, some people see how effective that is. And if they're agenda is to destroy or advance themselves by not letting the light shine on them or looking in the mirror, they will continue that type of mental warfare and go, well, fuck just by me asking to go out to the mall or with my friends. And, uh, I asked both parents and one said yes. And one said no. And neither one of them had the knowledge that I did that. Look at the, look at the distraction and destruction I caused between my parents. Yeah. I'll think I'll run for mayor. Hell, if it works with my parents, why wouldn't it work with the peasants? And on and on and on. As you progress from a narcissist to a psychopath to a sociopath.
and then you shall eat the bugs. Welcome to the Hunger Games. Ridiculous? Maybe. I don't think so. Another example, which is being a hot buzzword term, is reverse engineering. This term came up with me about five years ago. And I, and I, I, uh, I gotta be careful here. Put it this way. It came into my world that that is a tactic that is used. And as time has gone by, I've thought hard about it and I've watched what's going on. And in fact, that is exactly <laughs> what is happening. Now, things have been, first thing I think of is reverse engineering is Roswell and the, and the airplane crashed or airplane, whatever the fuck it was, flying saucer with who knows in it, supposedly aliens. And we took that flying saucer because isn't it, isn't it kind of interesting that a lot of our advancements, I mean, look at tinfoil and I don't even know what else came out of that fucking thing, but allegedly they took the flying saucer and they tried to figure it out. Now here, here's the decision you make. Well, we can try to figure out by trial and error and this and that, and then engineer advancements into this technology and make it better. That's what you're supposed to do. But the think tank, smartest people on the planet, <laughs> debatable. Well, why don't we just take it apart and reverse engineer it? and figure out how and why it works, which with all due credit and respect is very intelligent. I used to do this when I was a kid, I would get my toys and my motorcycles and everything else. And I still do it to this day. Well, I want to see how this fucker works. And I tear it apart and I reverse engineer it like, Oh, okay. I still do that to this day in my industry and in my job. How does this fucker work? Let's take it apart, figure it out. Oh, okay. But then I would put it back together and then it would work. And I go, okay, how can we make this better? See, those days are gone. Those days are gone because in my opinion and observation, reverse engineering is being used as a weapon. So, you're going to take it all apart, see how it works, and then you're going to reverse it to your, there's this word again, agenda, whatever that is, which usually isn't good. It's usually suppression, smoke and mirrors, distraction. And we're going to re-engineer it and rebuild it to what, and use it for our intent and agenda. 
for the outcome that we want. And you're not going to know the better because most people look at something and go, oh yeah, look at how far computers have came. Look how far, really? Look how far social media has come. Tell me I'm wrong. Please, please tell me that I'm wrong. Remember back in the day when the internet came out, you have a, a 56K modem and you could get on America online and do this and do that and order fucking pizza and all this shit and have chat rooms and CB rooms and whatever. And you could get on uh, for the most part with total anonymity. And that scared the shit out of people. And instead of letting it progress and take its own course through marketing and, and market and let the people decide where it goes by market demand. Oh no, we got to, we got to reel this fucker in. Now you can't even get on the internet with your IP address being tracked, signing into your account this and that and everything else. They reverse engineered what happened with the internet and did it what they wanted with their intent in their agenda. Then took it and said, Oh, well, look at this. Look at Facebook. You can come on here and see all your people that you lost contact with, which I call Facebook is nothing more than a yearbook with a crystal ball, which could be good and could be bad. And oh, look at how lovely and, and heartfelt this is. This is so cool. And it was. Now, oh, well, you said something that violates our community standards, so therefore, you cannot talk to your family anymore. You can't share your pictures from grandma to grandma about the kids and this and that and all this other horse shit. No, you are not complying. Wait till the, uh, what is it, ESC or ECS scores at Glenn Beck? And everybody else keeps talking about that's going to be integrated supposedly into social media. Anywhere from universal income to credit rating to borrowing money to being employed. So those are some examples. I could even use the medical field and vaccinations. Well, let's, you know, let's come up with the polio vaccine and this and that and everything else. And, uh, you know, in all these strides in miracle medicine, you know, strike me down now, God, if, if there is not a cure for cancer, I mean, come on, really? I mean, come on. And I know that's heartbreaking. My dad has four states, lung cancer, fighting it successfully. I just lost a dear friend to breast cancer three, four weeks ago, three weeks ago, dead. Well, let's come up with all these vaccinations and polio and this and that and friggin' all the other shit you get injected with. Well, wait a minute. Now these people trust us. Here comes the sociopaths. They trust us by injecting this in there because we tell them it's good for them. So let's reverse engineer this and obtain control 
and quite possibly depopulate the planet because there's too many of these people here. They're 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 meat. They're useless meat eaters. We don't need them anymore. Going to be replaced by AI and robots and everything else, and there's going to be a, a waste on the system. So let's allegedly inject cancer viruses or this or that or come out with a magic uh, vaccination and mRNA technology without human trials and human testing and bypass all that. Let's see what happens. Well, that's a violation of Nuremberg Code. I don't care if it's a military tribunal for law, the medical industry, it is supposed to be what inspired the hypocritical oath and some types of morals and ethics in the medical industry. And it's not. There's another example. Now, is this true? I don't beat the fucking shit out of me. I, I, I don't know, but that's what I see. But that doesn't mean that's what's going on. But I think it's pretty plausible. Don't you? You just, this is so morbid. I mean, you can't be like Hitler. And oh, they go to kill all the Jews and just blow, blow them up and burn them and blah, 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 blah. Um, and he just did it, which is another example where you just can't go toe to toe and face to face with people. Cause in the end you're, you're going to lose. <laughs> but what if you could do it stealthy or intrinsic with trust? What sociopaths do to you is they gain your trust and they act like they give a shit about you when they don't. If you're too mentally strong to call them out and recognize it, which takes a very strong person. And here's my hat off to the people that did not get vaccinated. You saw this bullshit. You survived one of the strongest mental warfare weapons of mass destruction that ever was cast upon the human race on the entire planet. Congratulations. This is sociopathic behavior. Oh, just trust me. It's for your better good. I, I love you. I'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. You know, blah, 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 blah. When the intent is to destroy you. Now, if you're, if you're sharp enough or into it, see, this is where feelings come in. And it's why I love the original Star Trek series. Because you got Spock and non-emotional and logic and deduction and reason. You got Captain Kirk that got their ass out of more trouble than once by his intuition and quote-unquote emotions. And to this day still, I use both. But but nowadays it's like, oh no, it's that, that, get the, the facts. That doesn't make any sense. Why would they do that? Because the devil is reigning supreme. That's why. But if you are intuitive enough and use your gut to see this 
without seeing it with your own eyes, but you felt it. Whether you're an empath or you can just read people and you're just like, this doesn't feel right. You're not injecting me or my kids with a vaccination that has not been tested and comes out of nowhere magically. Do you know that you have to have a patent for a specific virus before you can even work on or release a vaccination? Look it up. Isn't that interesting? Red flag. But if you're not successful against the sociopath, or you are successful, they're not successful. I got to be careful what I'm saying here. I'm thinking too much. My brain goes faster than my mouth. If you are catching on to these people and the sociopath is not successful in manipulating you to destroy you, their backup plan, or it might be simultaneously, is to get you through your loved ones. And they start getting to you through your friends, your family, and they convince you, very successfully, by the way, that you're not all what you're cracked up to be. They attack your character, your reputation. And then when you start saying, hey, hey, he he tried to make me take a shot and, and a vaccination and whatever that means. And, you know, I didn't do it. You know, I told him to go fuck himself. Then the sociopath use that, uses that for more weapons against you. Does this sound familiar? Oh, you're going to argue science and this and that and blah, 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 blah. Well, you can't. You know what? So here comes a retaliatory action. You can't get a job unless you get vaccinated. How do you like that, asshole? And in the meantime, they're spreading all this. Oh, that guy's crazy. That guy doesn't believe in vaccinations when that saves people. And it literally almost destroyed and wiped out the planet in our history. And we came up with these vaccinations for polio and blah, 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 blah. He's the problem. So now you're in a mental warfare situation. You're not going to win. And they will, they will be successful because now they can't convince you, but they're going to convince other people that are tribal and compliant because they can manipulate those weak-minded people to turn against you to accomplish their agenda. Tell me that's not going on right now. Please, just please. You know what, Tim? Fuck you. Fuck your show. You're fucking crazy. I wish you the best, but that's absolutely ridiculous. Is it? Hmm. I'm not the only one that sees that. Apparently. I know that for a fact, and I know that because the vaccinated and unvaccinated rate, if you want to believe the numbers provided by the sociopaths, is 50-50. They did it to Trump. 
destroyed him from within. And I'm not even getting get into that, but I'm trying to give examples of how these people are maniacal, sociopathic, insane, non-sensitive people. Okay, so is that a big enough of a platform for me to start when I'm going to start here, which is the whole intent of this show? So I'm going to bring it back to me now and to you because you, you have a decision to make. Do you want to be a better person? Well, I am. I'm going getting my shots and my vaccinations and complying and getting my boosters. And what are you talking about? And I, I do everything they say to do. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not being a better person. That's being a slave. That, that's being indoctrinated and brainwashed and manipulated and oppressed to a dystopian future. Is that is that what you want? Every single time it comes up that, you know, you people, not us, people in power, you people are going to start a civil war. And then you get responses, well, we're the, we're the government. We have nuclear weapons. <laughs> really? <laughs> are you kidding me? You can't win. The only way it'll win is if the military decides to side with the people and actually honors their vow to protect the Constitution of the United States from enemies, foreign and domestic. But when you have a bunch of sociopaths convincing these people, well, they're the ones. I mean, look at Biden's speech. I don't want to get into politics. That was a book out of the SS and, and fucking Joseph Stalin and uh, Hitler. Up there pounding on the pulpit that Trump supporters and, and patriots are enemies. Really? Is this a bad movie? Because it sure fucking looks like it to me. So, see, you're not going to win that. So I am actually saying the contrary to a revolutionary war physically and taking up arms and going against the government and everything else. I, that's, this is nothing of the kind, but this is the normal reaction that is trying to be accomplished in my opinion by the people that are spewing this out of their mouth and trying to divide the country and get you to do something that they want you to do. So they justify their actions. You're being manipulated. And, and I thought just coming on here for the past 14 years and getting people to wake up and see things would be enough. And it's not. And with all their tools and their arsenals to re-engineer and then come back at you and use it against you, uh, you can't win because, because you don't think that way. No sane, normal person thinks that way. So it's not really any fault of yours. 
I thought we're supposed to all pursue happiness and peace, the United States of America, open arms to legal immigration. There's another, there's another psyop mental warfare. These poor people think the government actually gives a flying fuck about them. And all they want is their vote, but they're being mani- uh, manipulated. Um, Jay, Jay Dyer, is that his name? from InfoWars I brought up earlier. If if the government really, really cared about its people, indigenous, they wouldn't have taken them and throw them on a bunch of land and pay them off to keep them quiet and keep them in their own areas with their own people. Tell me how that's not racist. And then... They did it with African-Americans and Jay Dyer said this too. And I've said this and believe it or not, it's gotten back to me that African-American black people have agreed with this. Well, we'll just give you this much money. And for every kid you pop out with a different daddy, we'll pay you more money and keep you in the projects. We'll take care of you. Oh, that's yeah. That's really good for self-advancement when you got kids popping out left and right without a dad and these poor kids, the only thing they know how to bring money to themselves besides the government, writing them a check is to join a gang and sell drugs. Yeah. That's a recipe for success. Now you got it with the illegal immigrants. Oh, I'll just come in here. Fuck all the laws or anything else. When Biden's pounding on the pulpit saying, uh, Trump supporters and patriots don't follow the rule of law and don't believe in the Constitution. Excuse me? Yeah, just come on in here. We'll give you a card and a cell phone and t- send you a sanctuary city. And, uh, you know, then they let the states defend them. Again, well, let's take the Constitution because the states do have power, debatably, in some instances, more than the federal government. So if we just break federal law and let these people wander in here under the guise that, oh, yeah, come to America, live the American dream and everything else. Don't worry about following the law in the process, which is bullshit. It needs to be changed. But nonetheless, just come in here and then we'll ship you to the sanctuary states. Now you're protected by the states because the state's constitution and their laws will protect you because they believe in immigration and the American dream and you have the right to be here. Yes, you do. But you need to follow the law to get here. There's another where the constitution was reverse engineered and flipped and used against us. All for the retention of power. Tell me I'm wrong. Okay. That's an, that's enough of all the examples. So now it comes down to this with me. I have made the decision, especially yesterday after being called a liar, <laughs> like, okay, because of Facebook and misperceptions and this and that, I am not a liar. You know why I don't lie? Because I can't, rem- I'm such a bad liar. I can't remember what the fuck I lied about. So if it comes up again, I'm like, oh shit, what did I tell these people? What did I tell him? What did I tell her? No. I speak the truth because I can always remember the truth. 
I am a horrible liar. I dated two, two or three different women in high school. Oh my God. Oh my God. That lasted about a week. Cause I couldn't remember what I lied to, to tell the other one what I was doing when I was with the other one. And I'm like, you know what? And all my friends are like, oh man, it's so great, dude. You know, you're, you're fucking three broads at the same time. And all this, this is high school, by the way. And I'm like, you know what? I go, it's really not that great. <laughs> so from then on, I just, and I'm not a liar by nature anyway. It's just like, it was like, oh, it seemed like the right thing to do at the time. Uh, but yeah, if you really, really want me out of your life, call me a liar, call me a cheater. Cause I'm gone. And it was all because of Facebook. And I'm like, you know what? This social media shit doesn't do anything for anybody. And if you're dumb enough like me to put everything on there, Oh, you really shouldn't put your personal. Well, wait a minute. Number one, it's my friends. Cause I had my profile locked out from the public and I only could have friends and friends of friends or whatever. So technically it's not the public, you know, it's, but it's not like I was airing my problems and everything and posting them on Facebook, but I have shared like the show and now see, this is public. I, I have shared stuff not for attention or for this or to be right or whatever. This is like a big AA meeting. You're not the only one that's thinking this or has been through this or is going through it or even worse. You don't understand what is happening to you. And I see that clear as day. People don't understand what's going on. And how could you? Oh, well, we'll just deal with it and, you know, things will change and it's just a phase. And no, it's not. And I feel that I have the experience and the knowledge to recognize shit for what it really is. But then you get into the realm of like, what are you talking about, Tim? What are you crazy? What are you doing? You know, you know, it's like me saying, Hey, there's a ghost over there because I can see the ghost and you can't. What? what? No, you're crazy. You're fucking nuts. You better get into the psych ward. It's that type of thing because I go beyond my optical and auditorial and even my sense of touch. I go by vibration. By, by vibes. Like a dog. If a dog didn't do that. A dog. Would love everybody it runs into. For the first time. Some dogs. And even kids for that matter. They have an intuitiveness to recognize a quote unquote bad person. Tell me I'm wrong. How come a dog will just wag its tail and shake its ass and lick this first person and let them touch them and pet them and, you know, whatever, and scratch your ass and like, oh yeah, <laughs> I love you, you know? And then another person, you get, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Or kids. Kids will just go up to some people when you introduce them and like, wow. I mean, geez, some will hide behind mom and dad's legs or this or that, or be shy and like, don't want, or even cry. Sometimes, uh, they don't want to be around that person. There's a reason for that. Music. Music is a perfect example of energy and vibration. 
why it resonates with you. And it, sometimes it don't. You can't explain that. Why do some people like Bruce Springsteen, nothing against them, or hate Bruce Springsteen? I personally don't like him. There's a couple songs. But some people are like, what are you, crazy? And I'm not saying he's a good or bad person. I'm just saying in the theory of vibration, sometimes it resonates with you, sometimes it don't. But I truly believe there is a good resonant frequency and a bad evil resonant frequency. It all depends if you want to listen to it, but you can't prove it. So I, some people, when I first meet them, I'm like, oh boy, no, I don't want nothing to do with this person. Or they make it clear to you. I, I, don't, I don't like Tim. I don't, uh, okay. Fine with me. Saving me a lot of pain and suffering. That's fine. But there's some people that I get along with instantly. And there's some people that there's tension and reservation or some, the ones that I can't read at all are the ones I stay away from. Those are the people that I do not want in my life. So hopefully I set a precedence or a foundation or as reasoning as to why this is episode two for me in my life to improve me. And I've been playing with this for a year, maybe. And the energy is just being directed at me. It's like, Tim, focus on Tim. And you're supposed to disappear for a year. Again, I don't know if this is a program. I don't know if this is a motivational speech. I'm going to look into it further. I'm sharing this and I, uh, claim my free, uh, fair act, uh, fair use act sharing it. I'm not trying to attach myself to this or piggyback myself on it. I have no idea what the hell this is, but it caught my attention and I was getting the ads, like I said, on Instagram, uh, that's actually a program. It's like 35 bucks, which I may do a month. I don't know, but it's there because it kept popping up and I almost joined it. And I'm like, eh, I'm going to wait a little bit. But now it's time for me to focus back on me and build up myself to be a better human. And that means emotionally, physically, spiritually. and everything else that are subcategories thereof and to be the best person I can be to provide for myself. I have done this. I know how to do it, but it's a different world right now. I mean, in a heartbeat tomorrow by a signature, you could be shut down. That wasn't a concern. 20 years ago, 24 years ago. This is a mental warfare war. And as time goes by and what I see, it's pretty bad and it's not going to end well. If you're not 
the best human that you can be. So whatever that means, these guys are saying, get off social media, get to just focus on you, focus on you, on you, on you, on you, on you. Um, however you're going to do that. And it's kind of ironic that for you to make this place a better world, you have to shut it out and you have to focus on you and become resilient and strong and see if I had anything to say about obtaining that goal, you have to see what it really is, who they really are. Everybody in your life, every situation that you're in, instead of complying and being manipulated and being in a hypnotic rhythm from the book, Outwinning the Devil by Napoleon Hill, it's free. Go listen to it on YouTube. In my experience, the people that want you in their life, not the other way around. Well, yeah, you don't want to be in their life. How can I phrase this? They'll put it under the guise that you need them more than they need you. And that's not true. It's supposed to be fair equity. I need you. You need me. I do not take the term friend lightly. And I sure as hell don't take the term family lightly. And this is why my circle of friends and family has became very small. It's not a joke, but due to the dysfunctionality that's passed on from family to family, like racism, which is taught, you are taught subconsciously through manipulation and power. You could bring religion into this regardless of which one that you're supposed to do this because that's what we do. And if you don't, then you're not part of the family anymore or you're not my friend. That's not, that's not how it's supposed to be. That's manipulation. That's control. Well, our family's been Democrats since the beginning of time or Republicans or this or that, or right. You know, we've been a Christian or we've been a Catholic or a Muslim ever since, you know, whenever. Well, why? Well, because that's what I was told. Did you ever question that? Do you think roads to all of the destination of God, all those roads are right when it leads to the same destination? Your destination to God is your path in your journey, but the journey does not pick. You do not pick the journey or the path. It picks you. 
but you're so indoctrinated and programmed by all this fucking horseshit manipulation. Oh, well, if you're nothing against these people, but if you don't, don't, uh, marry a Jewish woman or whatever, then, uh, or if you want to marry a, a person that is not Jewish, they have to become Jewish to marry them to be accepted into the family. Really? Huh. I thought gangs and clubs were kind of like looked down upon. This is no offense to anybody. I know Jewish people. They've actually called me one of their own. This is an objective outside how you're being manipulated with mental warfare and religion is no different. I wouldn't even be surprised if it was all implemented, 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 sorry, to divide us. Wouldn't surprise me in the least bit, but I'm not going to go there. It, but there is a good case to look at that that way. Well, if everybody ascends and gets close to God and does God-fearing things, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, says the devil. You, you bet your ass you are. But let's distract them. Let's say they got to do this and they got to do that. They got to do this. And you got to tie to the church and you got to kiss my ass and drop your kids off so you can molest them and all this kind of fucking horse shit. Then what? Now you're distracted and... The goal of ascension to be close to God and living by his will is not the priority anymore. It's dealing with the assholes that tell you, well, no, there's no straight line to God. You got to go this way and that way and jump through these hoops and pay me this money and all this other horse shit. Really? Oh, yeah. And there's 10 other religions minimum. Well, why is yours right and theirs are wrong? Because we say so. <laughs> Oh, okay. Hmm. So here again is another thing. I mean, religion, politics, religion, and then money. I mean, the three things you're not supposed to talk about are the three highest things that you're manipulated by. Think about it. Well, if I don't do this, uh, you know, my boss says I'm going to get demoted or I'll fired or whatever. It's like, oh, okay, compliance. Uh, well, the pastor says this and that and everything else, and if I don't do this, uh, well, then uh, God's not going to shine down upon me or neither is Jesus. Compliance. Politics. Oh, well, if you don't vote for us and you're the enemy and this and that and everything else and you're a racist and all that, Compliance. You and I are in a mental warfare, weapons of mass destruction war, and you cannot win. You cannot win. However, you can be a better human. Now, that's going to be your definition, and I would say this. Whatever you want people to be in your life and treat you, that is you. That's your goal. So if you want to be treated with kindness, respect, compassion, everything else, reason, understanding, love, that is how you treat other people. And you get off of Facebook, you get off of social media, you get your head out of all this conspiratory stuff which would be hypocritical, hypocritical because by perception, that's what I do. 
But I try to find the truth. I don't see something and grab onto it and go, see, told you these fuckers were doing this. It actually breaks my heart when I find that to be true. Or some of my predictions come true. It really does. I'm like, holy fuck. We're in so much trouble. So on this day, September 11th, which is really kind of odd. Because I looked at the computer and I'm like, fuck it. Before I started the show, September 11th. Whoa. <laughs> um, can't forget that date. This is the date that, uh, yeah, I quote unquote disappear for a year. I'm wore out. I'm tired of posting things on Facebook. Uh, you know what I'm really tired of? I'm really tired of sharing this stuff. And there has been some cases that expecting people to do the right thing. It's not going to happen. There's going to be no knight in shining armor. There's not going to be your daughter or your sister or your parents doing the right thing and calling these people out for destroying your life, my life. Uh, it's futile. It, it's a war you can't win because these people are so convincing. And I literally give up fighting them. There are some instances in your life and my life that it will be perceived as running away is the only way you can win the battle is by accepting defeat and walking away. But you still have a war to win in the war. You can still fight. And that war is for you to be the best person that you can be beyond your own limits and expectations without recognition and attention from other people. I could honestly give two flying fucks, whether zero people, one people or a million people listen to this show. I don't care. I'm not doing this for self advancement or recognition or attention or, or whatever. And quite honestly, it is probably tarnished and damaged my perception of my personality and who I really am. I've had people listen to the show that know me and go, I can't listen to your show because it's not you. And to some degree that is true because I don't talk to my friends like this. This is a show that it is my job to engage you. And to make you think I made that vow to myself after 2008. And when I found out and saw what was really going on, I made it my, I guess, agenda here to let people know what's going on and at least look into this, whatever this is. I have no doubt 
that the human race, human beings, people, entities have unlimited potential and power. You know what gets in the way? You. Oh, I can't do this because I can't do that. And, and I need a degree to do this. And I need this. And I need these certifications. And I need this and that before I can even do that. I can't do that. Just as impossible. What if I talked to a guy that installed my speakers in my car? I like using real life examples and conversations. And the this was fascinating. This is the audio tech at a big box store that was putting speakers in my car. I was floored and he even admitted, well, I'm a progressive. I'm like, I don't, I don't fucking care. Good for you. <laughs> you know, you get no judgment out of me. Fuck. You might be right. Who knows? But he told me this. He's like, Tim, I really want to start my own business. My dad started his own business. He got divorced. My mom destroyed him. He recovered. He's a millionaire and he's doing great. But with COVID and everything else, I'm afraid I'm going to fail. And he told me he was married. And I said, okay, let me ask you something. I go, because I have the knowledge and experience of marriage, divorce, starting, running, and failing a business. Okay. So I, I think, I think I've earned my stripes here when it comes to this crap. Okay. So I, whatever it is. So I, I said, okay, you're married, right? He goes, yeah. I go, okay. When you were thinking about getting married and you got married, did you say to yourself, what if I get divorced? He goes, no. Okay. Cause if you did, I'd, I'd be like, you made the wrong decision. Okay. So you want to start a business. So why are you thinking, well, what if I fail? Because whatever you're telling yourself, you're right. And he just looked at me. He goes, you know what? You're right. So I'm, Hey dude, listen, I'm talking from experience. I'm not just pulling the shit out of my ass or Reddit on a fucking urinal or a, a bathroom stall on a fucking be public bathroom at a gas station. I've lived this crap. If you're going to get married, but you say, what if I get divorced? Don't get married. If you want to start a business business and go, but what if I fail? Don't start a business. Get married, live happily ever after one day at a time, start your business in your business for a day and run that business the best way that you know how to one day at a time. You quit waiting for the shoe to drop and go, Oh, I'm going to fail. I'm going to get divorced. Well, you know, you can say two things to yourself. I'm going to be successful and marry the woman of my dreams and my soulmate and live happily ever after. And I'm going to start my business and be the most successful person ever. Or you can say, I'm going to get married and get divorced and hate the bitch. And I'm going to start a company, but I'm going to fail. In both those cases, you're right. Henry Ford said that. And he's right. Opportunity and knowledge, it's in the ether, the Akashic records or Akashic records or whatever 
all the answers to everything that has to do with mankind is in the ether. You just need to be able to access it. And when you open up your heart, spirit, mind to these possibilities, usually through meditation, the answers will come to you. Like I told you, if you make a plan and one thing I cannot stand, I'm going to get on a rant here. I can't stand this with a passion. So you want to start your own business. Oh, well, you know, go to the bank at all. Well, we need a business plan. What? You know, what's more important than a business plan, a mission statement. Well, we need a business plan because we need to know what you're going to do and what you think you're going to do. And it's like, what? And what I'm trying to say is this, your business plan is your journey, but it's your self-dictated, self-proclaimed journey. I can promise you whatever your business plan is, it's fucking wrong. But what's your mission statement? Your mission statement is never wrong. That's a purpose. Purposes are not wrong. Don't think just because you have a business plan or IE journey, well, I'm going to get to here from there, from there, this way. You're wrong. Your journey picks you. As, as that becomes more self-evident and aware to you, you will be given the tools and the opportunity to go along with that journey. This, it drives me crazy goals, goals, goal setting. I do agree with, but don't get so infatuated with like, Oh damn it. I didn't do this. And I wanted to do that and blah, 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 because you're setting yourself up for failure. There's nothing wrong with goals, but don't, if you don't obtain those goals, then that's not part of your journey. Again, your journey picks you. Don't be fixated on little details that don't mean jack shit. Cause you're going to miss the real opportunity that's standing in front of you, but you're so focused and fixated and obsessed with the journey or the goal that you're going to miss that opportunity. Does that make sense? I, we, you all, you all, y'all have a choice right now. You have an opportunity. There, there is a, an epiphany or dichotomy or whatever, whatever you want to call this, you have a choice. Do you go with the journey that's being shoved down your throat and comply? Or do you take a chance and let the journey come to you and let it become self-evident as time goes by? And the only way that's going to appear to you is if you become a better human, a good human. And like this video says here, if you do this for a year, what they're saying, disappear for a year, fuck all these outside distractions, even this podcast, any podcast, anything, any, any of it, all the distractions. That's taking you from realizing your journey. 
if you don't do this, if I don't do this, I'm doing myself a huge disservice. Now, I am going to do this. I don't know how many shows I'm going to do. I might not do any more. This might be the last. Or I might come on here once a week, once a day, I, I, uh, three times a week. I don't know. I'm going to go by my gut because this specifically says shut everybody out. Don't tell anybody what you're doing. And I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not being contrarian. For most people, that's what you need to do. You need to focus on you. It's nobody's business what you're doing. It's your life. Let you and the people closest to you, your family, even your best friend. It's all up to you. But I really wouldn't be telling people what the fuck you're doing. But what's going to happen is you're going to drift away from them. And then that's when people are going to try to grab you by your shirt or, or your hair or even your neck, God forbid, and your throat and go, what are you doing? How come you're not going out drinking with us? How come you didn't come to this party? How come you didn't say yes to that chick that she's fucking hot as fuck to go on a date with? What's wrong with you? You don't need to explain that. Because if you focus on you for a year and your journey starts picking you to where you need to be and go, amazing things are going to happen. I promise you that. But if you let these people in your life, and I'm not saying burn bridges and tell them to fuck off and fuck you, I'm working on myself, fuck off. No, don't, don't be that condescending or judgmental. Just like, you know, I, I, I'm sorry. I've been real busy. I just got some things it, and they'll slowly leave you alone. And they should, if they're true friends should respect your space. It's like, I just need some time to figure things out. Thank you very much though. I, I understand where you're coming from, but I, I have to take care of some things or something like that. I don't know. I, I need to go listen to this asshole Tim on the red pill show. So I don't want to, I don't, I'm just being, trying to be funny. It's like, it's nobody's business, but yours. So this day is a vow to myself and to others just for, um, and to God. I am going to do anything within my power on a daily basis to be a better human. And that includes disappearing for a year. I told myself when I came back here to Colorado, I was going to give myself until the end of 2023. And things that have been happening and the signals and messages that I've been getting from my journey telling me what direction I should go in, I have kind of ignored. But that's God in the universe talking to you. And if you don't listen to that, it will go away. And just in the past week, I've had all these epiphanies and all these past couple weeks and trying and obtaining and being a better human and doing things that I like to do. I went out and bought a dirt bike, KX250F. I've been riding since I was 13 years old. I'm not a hard man to please. 
give me my guitar, give me my motorcycle, dirt bike. Let me work out and let me help people. And I will be the happiest man on the planet. And if I'm fortunate enough, share this with another person, which would be my soulmate. Is there such things as two soulmates? I thought I found the first one. I thought I found it the first time. And you will see the happiest, kindest, good human that you've ever seen on the planet. And that's it. So I don't know if this makes any sense. I am trying to take, you know, it's like Humpty Dumpty, you know, and he, you can't put them back together. I'm trying to take things that have been destroyed and smashed and put them back together. And with my examples of reverse engineering and this and that manipulation and control and for a lot of people, it is Humpty Dumpty, but this is the red pill show. This is the original red pill show. Can Humpty Dumpty really not put back, be put back together? I don't believe that. I got plenty of glue. I got plenty of time. I'll glue the motherfucker back together. But will you? Don't let people suppress you, oppress you, tell you do this or that's going to happen. Manipulate you. Control you. That is a willful decision based on you. You want to play the guitar? I'm 58 years old. Oh, you're never going to be a rock star. It's like, I don't give a flying fuck. Why do you do a podcast? You're not on a major network or this or that. Why? I don't care. Why do you got a motocross bike at 58? Because I want one and I enjoy riding the thing. Well, you'll never be a pro rider. No shit. Why you start your own company? You'll never be Amazon or so. Why are you still single? You're good looking. I haven't heard this a million times. You know, you're such a good looking guy and this and that and everything else. You know, why aren't you dating? There must be something wrong with you. Because again, I'm letting that journey pick me. I'm not going to seek out and pick. Well, I want her. You know, she's hot as fuck. She's got a great ass. She's got a nice set of tits. She's beautiful. No, I've been, I've been down that road. I'm letting it come to me. And with our culture and dating and women, they very rarely approach a guy. I've had it happen a couple of times, but they don't approach you. I actually had that conversation that I had a show on <laughs> that I'm like, wait a minute. If the man of your dreams walked through that door and he didn't approach you, you wouldn't go introduce yourself. She goes, Oh no, I could never do that. What? That's like going to the pet store and let, letting the dog choose you. You know, it's like, uh, well, no, wait, I want a St. Bernard golden retriever, black lab, whatever. I know what I want and I'm going to go get it. I don't understand women 
um, in that realm. Oh no, they got to have the confidence and prove to me, uh, encouraged to come up and ask me out. Why? Really? That makes no fucking sense to me. So that's why one of the reasons why I'm still single, I, I'm not, go, I'll go up and talk to somebody. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not, I don't hit on people. And I think maybe I've asked a woman's phone number two or three times in seven years. That's not me. I, I'm waiting for attraction to come to me, but not like, Oh, well you need to come to me and then, you know, this and that and everything else. My standards and boundaries are high, but it's not like, Oh, you need to prove yourself to me. That's not, that's not what it's about. I'm just waiting very patiently for my journey, for my soulmate to come to me into my life. Just like everything else. I got enough shit going on, but I would love to share this with a person that has affinity and understands this and is on the same page. I would love it. There is nothing more powerful. If you think you are powerful as an individual without being a narcissist and an asshole, wait till you find the woman of your dreams or the guy of your dreams and you two are on the same page. There's nothing that's going to stop you except people that are jealous of you. And this is a whole different show. And they want what you want, so they try to destroy you. If you don't think that's true, you're nuts. If you don't think your best friend doesn't want what you want, uh, but they act like they're really happy for you, you're fucking crazy. I'm not saying everybody, but I would say nine out of ten. And if you think I'm crazy, okay, that's fine. I I, I don't care. I just really don't fucking care. I've seen it happen too many times. I've seen it happen to me. I thought there was nothing, including by bound by God in marriage vows that would get between my wife and I at the time. I was fucking dead wrong. Among a lot of other things. And it's not about being right. It's just like, that's life cliche, but true. That's life. If you would have told me, wow, you're going to marry her and you guys have a great marriage. And actually a psychic did say this now that I'm coming back, seeing two psychics in my life. One before I didn't know what I was doing and where I was going with my wife. Um, we right before we got married and moved to Phoenix. And then when I got divorced and saw a psychic and she's like, oh my God, you are, you have all this darkness coming out of you and around you. And I go, well, I think I got a spell cast on me. I don't even want to get into that either. But life has no guarantees. The only guarantee that you have is you have you. You will never leave you except if you decide to leave you or don't look at yourself or look at the mirror and go, I like that person. 
but not like you know well oh, you're sexy sexy buddy nice titties whatever you're in shape you got some abs not that or you're handsome not that kind of self-serving crap look at that person in the mirror and be able to look at yourself and go that's a that's a good human judge yourself but don't be too hard on yourself i am i'm way too hard on myself i do not like making mistakes i i'm like uh oh man fucked up tim uh but i learned by my mistakes but there's only one guarantee you have in life you will always have you and depending on what you believe you'll always have god but when you let distractions get in in greed and physical obsessive monetary bullshit that you think empowers you and makes you a better human, you're wrong. And in my prediction, I'm going to end the show. We're all in for a rude awakening in a world of pain. You're going to comply and buy your Tesla and then you get your fucking power shut off and your electric bill is going to triple. It's already happening now. Well, wait a minute. You said that I saved the planet and got bought a Tesla. Nothing against him. Electric car. I love Tesla. I love Nikola Tesla. I think Elon Musk is a, an amazing guy. It's not, that's not what it's about. But it's about, well, I complied. I listened to your bullshit. And I bought a fucking car that cost me 60 grand. And now I can't even charge a motherfucker. And if I do, it costs me a thousand bucks a month. That's just. That's just a number I pulled out of my ass. Oh, no, you can't run your air conditioning from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. Well, that's some of the hottest time of the year, asshole. What? You told me if I bought this car, things would be fine. I'm telling you, they won't be. They aren't. It's already happening. Food through the roof. Inflation through the roof. Magically, oh, look at that. It's kind of subsided a little bit and gas is coming down. Hmm, there must be an election coming up. Yeah. Oh, there's all those Trumpers and this and that and everything else, you know, as we keep shutting down gas refineries and drilling and everything else, and you need to plug your car in, that is an over overtaxed, electrical grid system already i deal with electricity in my job i know what i'm talking about the electrical grid cannot sustain 47 amps for eight hours every night for every household to charge your fucking car don't believe me i shouldn't tell you this because it's not safe but here this is an agless to this if you have an electric range and an air conditioner, turn them both on all night long in every household across America, and let's see what happens to the electrical grid. Not to mention your electric bill. That's what you're doing when you charge your Tesla on a hypercharger, which requires a 50-amp service at 208-230, and to charge that fucker from a dead charge or low charge is probably going to take four to eight hours. So instead of the electrical grid being sucked on in demand during peak hours, which is when pretty much we're all awake and 
being peasants and slaves at our jobs, uh, at night is off cycle, off demand, off peak demand. You're going to turn off peak demand into peak demand 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The electrical grid is going to be drawn off of it. Cannot take it. But you say stuff like, oh, you're not an electrical engineer. You don't know what you're talking about. No, I'm a real person that deals with this shit every fucking day. And I have people that are friends that own electrical companies and I've talked to them. I go, okay, so this is what it is and this is what's going to happen. And they go, yep. Oh, no, the government will step in. They'll subsidize your electric bill because you have a Tesla. That doesn't change the fact that they can't supply the power. Oh, we're getting free water now, but when you turn the spigot on, there's no water. Yeah, no shit. So what's free? Nothing. Wake up, man. Don't be distracted by the smoke and mirrors and all oh, this is better for the planet as they shove a carbon tax up your ass for, uh, for weather, climate, climate change. Hello. The climate's been changing since the beginning of the creation of the planet. And it's going to, and there's a few reasons I didn't even get into the shift. There's a few reasons why this is happening. Planet X, allegedly an elliptical orbit. The sun burns hotter as it goes through its life cycle. We couldn't heat up this fucking planet except for nuclear war. We couldn't heat up this planet to destroy it if we tried. Just as much as we couldn't cool it off. Oh, well, how are we going to cool the planet off? You can't. How are you going to heat the planet up? You can't. The planet is always searching for equilibrium, equilibrium, equilibrium. It's a big word. Sharon is. It's more than three syllables. Equilibrium. You can't control, stabilize something that is, that is an entropy or constantly changing. But it's under the guise that all oh, it's your fault when we gave you this technology to burn fossil fuels and suck it out of the ground. But you know what? We got more than a gajillion bazillion dollars. We don't need this anymore. Now it's about control and power and you're going to do what we tell you to do or else. Do you see that? And if you don't comply, then we'll just create inflation and we'll starve you to death. Inflation just doesn't happen. It happens naturally, but on the gold standard, you're lucky if it goes up a quarter of a percent a year, you're lucky because you retain your purchasing power. Don't think inflation is not being reverse engineered and weaponized. Cause you're wrong. So with all that said and all that done, just pay attention to what is going on. And if you have the attitude of like, wait a minute, red flag, you really give a flying fuck about me? Red flag. 
you're doing this for the betterment of me and mankind. Red flag. Oh, I'm really concerned about you. Red flag. Well, you need to do this or you're going to uh, turn the planet into a fireball. Red flag. Well, if you don't kiss my ass and do this and and watch my back and cover for me, uh, you're not going to advance in this company. Red flag. That's your journey trying to pick, or that's you trying to pick your journey. Advance in the corporation, the structure, and this and that, and be a good human and do what everybody's telling you to do because it's for the betterment of mankind. It's a bunch of horseshit. So when, when you try to pick your journey again, you're not letting your journey pick you. And I think for myself and everybody, it's your obligation to be the best human you can be. And that does not include compliance. So you do what you want. Uh, I know I'm going to. I kind of hope this resonated with some people. Um, but I'm, I'm done. I mean, I, I'm fed up with um, trying to uh, create my own journey, which was try to wake a lot of people up and try to get them to listen and understand. And I have to a point, uh, but not to my expectations. Uh, but then when it's misperceived or used against me and weaponized against me, and I'm called a liar in this and I'm crazy and it's all your fault and fucking whatever. And it's like, okay, you know what? I, I don't need this. So I am going to take all that energy and I'm still going to do a show unless I change my mind. Cause I want to share this for the betterment of everybody. Not for me. For us, for all of us. A truly, a true agenda, there's a word again, for the betterment of everybody on the planet. Because if you become the best human you can be and everybody else does that, you just, a mission, that's a mission accomplished. Change comes from within, not from out. And if you can remember that too, you might come to some better understanding of what being a better human means. So I'm not going to disappear for a year, but I am definitely going to episode two and work on me. And that's a lifelong thing anyway, but I've just come to the epiphany that a lot of people aren't ready for what I say. Uh, they sure as hell won't do anything. Um, people are too fearful. Um, people always look back at Hitler and go, "Why? how did this happen? It happened because you'd let it. And you're in the same position now. If you didn't let it happen with Hitler, you got a bullet in your head or you got thrown into an oven. That's pretty good motivation, isn't it? For compliance. 
it's no different now. It's just different weapons of war. But now it's a mental warfare battle. And if you submit to it, then you're no better than anybody else. When it was a physical war between good and evil. Now it's a mental war. Mental warfare, weapons of mass destruction. Your choice. I've made up mine. And I'm just going to move onward and upward. And do what I have to do. And that's what I'm going to do. But there's no roadmap or anything like that. It's just if I continue on that path, things will happen. That I know. I've experienced it before. Uh, but some people need to learn that lesson. And uh, I hope you do. I really, I really do. Um, whatever self-motivative improvement strategy or process you choose or create your own is up to you. Um, I think that's kind of what's going to happen to me. I'm going to listen to this one and some other ones and this and that and uh, do what I got to do. But uh, it's up to you. But you're not going to win toe-to-toe. You're not going to win physically. You're not going to make a difference. Um, the only way you're going to make a difference is to not fight that battle and fight the battle within yourself. And then you will be oblivious and immune to any pressures on the outside. And that even goes for income. Because things will be revealed to you. That's all I can tell you. But you have to be open to that. Just don't be stuck on one radio station for your entire life turn the channel and that's it i'm done i'm gonna go what's up guys everybody in the chat room hello look at this hi does this make any sense or am i fucking crazy so who's this gp man 45 like the show once you wake up there's no going back yeah ain't that the truth man i, I just wish sometimes that i never did wake up and like like put me back into the matrix with the blue pill. Uh, but yeah, you're right. There, there is no turning back. Um, and I have no regrets, but I'll tell you what, man, it, it has just been so challenging and ridiculous, uh, almost to a futile attempt because it's like trying to talk to a person that one's a Christian and one's a Jew or, or one's an agnostic or an atheist, and it's just like you just can never, ever get through to them. They have to wake up on their own. And uh, that takes a really, really advanced, spiritual, intelligent person. But I've read this in a book, The World Less Traveled by Scott Pack, that in his opinion, there's no difference between a high level of spirituality and intellect. And I kind of agree with that. So think about that one. 
it's not really your IQ level. It's your spiritual level. And for you to access this knowledge that's in the ether, you have to be open to it. You can, you can learn algebra and calculus and all this crap, uh, and raise your intelligence level. But if you don't raise your spiritual level, it's not worth anything. That's my opinion and some others. So what else is going on? All right. A lot of people listening Not too many, <laughs> too many comments. That's fine. This is some deep shit, man. This is some really fucking deep shit. This is an epiphany, man. This is either shit or get off the pot, man. This is like, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to vote Republican. <laughs> okay. You're on the wrong show. Uh, I'm going to vote Democrat. I'm going to vote Libertarians. I don't, that's the wrong show, man. That's not, that's not going to work. But if you're saying to yourself, you know what? I'm miserable. I don't understand what's going on. I'm powerless over what's happening to me with inflation and this and that. I need to understand what's going on. And then quite honestly, not participate. And become a better human. And then attract people that have the same affinity and likeness of you. And that's it. And that might not ever be anybody, but I can tell you that they're out there. I have friends that think exactly like I do, especially on Freedom Revolution Network. Absolutely. It's up to you, man. I could sit here and preach and say, there's always one thing that you say to somebody that resonates with them. And it's like, Tim, when you said this, something went off. And hopefully I've said that to one person. It's all worth it for one person. Uh, because one person will attempt to share that with another person in their own way and so on and so on and so on. It eventually becomes exponential. And before you know it, you have some critical self-thinking people, self-aware people that know how to do it. Uh, but this has come at a very high price for me, <laughs> very high price. Um, and it's still not going to deter me, but it's time to look in. It's time for episode two, phase two for me. Uh, and I am going to work on myself and stay focused on myself and, uh, ascend to the next level because fighting this stuff like I said, it's futile. It, it, it's futile. Because people are scared. And it's fear-mongering. And it's compliance. And it's tactics that have been used for years, except usually by the end of a barrel of a gun um, and physical reinforcement. This is mental. This is mental warfare. I not a better word for it. It's mental warfare, manipulation, control, trying to get you to do what they want you to do. And people are doing it. But when you can't afford food, your rent's $2,000, $3,000 a month. You can't drive your car. Your lights go out. Um, the water's turned off. That's next. Um, and we're all just driven to a dystopian lifestyle that will 
probably live on forever. Um, that's what you're going to get. So think about it or work on yourself and become immune to this. It's your choice. So I got to go. Thank you for listening to me. I don't know when I'll be back. If I'll be back, whatever. Thank you just for at least listening to this without judgment or criticism, which would be normal. Don't blame you. But uh, to a few, I hope I resonated with you and made you think. And that's it. That's all I got. That's all I got to say. Thanks for listening to me. Share the show. That's a two-hour show. Holy shit. Really? Oh, my God. Two-hour show. Got to go. Have a great day. I wish all you the best. Um, work on yourself. Disappear for a year. Pick your favorite program. Your favorite person, Anthony.